thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with Him and helping you live intentionally for Him every day. Hey, I hope you're doing well and I hope you're having a great week. I've been praying for you. In this series, I pray we gain a better understanding of God so we can better respond to Him and worship Him correctly. We have said in each, ep- in each episode, it's important for us to think about God because as we learn more stuff about Him, who He is and what He does, it will impact the way that we live. So far, we've looked at God as holy and the fact that God is love. Because God is holy, there is no evil in Him, and He is the imperfect, He's the perfect embodiment of all things good. Because God is love, He unconditionally loves you and me, and He put that love into action by sending Jesus to rescue us from our sin problem. Over the next few episodes, we're going to look at three qualities of God that should move us to live a life of trusting and obeying Him and His ways. We will look at God's omnipotence, His omniscience, and his omnipresence. In this episode, we're going to look at the fact that God is omnipotent. Omnipotent is God's unconditional power, his divine power. This is the power that energizes and produces stuff and produces outward effects. God, he can do anything. He can do whatever he wants. So the smart Alex might ask, if God can do anything, can he move a rock? He can't. Can he make a rock that he can't move? Or can he make a round square or a square circle? Great questions to think about, but don't get lost in the abstract. Remember that God is so beyond our comprehension. We cannot fully understand him or everything about him. Also keep in mind that God is holy. He can do whatever he wants as long as it is consistent with his character. His holiness and his character Those things keep in check his power. God can do whatever he wants, but he will not do all that he can. God can do whatever he wants and will act in accord with his own divine will and nature. So let's see what the Bible says about the all-powerful God. We see from the beginning that God is powerful. Go look at, go read Genesis 1 and 2. Jeremiah reminds us, reminds us and his audience of God's power in creation. Listen to what Jeremiah says in chapter 32, verse 17. Ah, Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arms. Nothing is too hard for you. The psalmist emphasizes the power of God to speak and things happen. Psalm 33, 9 says, For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. In that passage, we get the idea that he holds all things together. Hebrews reiterates that in chapter 1, verse 3. Talking about Jesus, who is God. Remember, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. He upholds the universe by the word of his power. God is so powerful that his word holds the universe together. That should blow our minds. God creates... God holds all things together. These happen because he is all-powerful. God is omnipotent. 
the third aspect of God's power that we will look at in this in this episode is our salvation. God is powerful to save. Paul says in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. God is so powerful that he can fix the biggest problem in the history of the world, our sin. God is so powerful that he can hit, fix the greatest problem in the history of the world, your sin and my sin. Because he is omnipotent, because he is all-powerful, he can rescue us from our sin and restore us to a right relationship with God. He is mighty to save. God creates. God holds together or sustains everything. God saves. He's powerful. As we get to know God and things about him, we will respond. First, we can either reject we can either reject him or we can submit to him. If God is all powerful, powerful, I think it's in our best interest. I think it would be wise for us to submit to him. For me, submitting to him, it, to an all-powerful God, is a daily thing. To be completely honest, most of the time it's a moment-by-moment thing. Am I going to depend? Am I going to trust? Am I going to believe in his power? Job says in chapter 42, verse 2, Chapter 42, verse 2, I know that you can do all things and that, and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. God, Job acknowledged the power of God. You and I have to acknowledge that God is powerful and submit to his leadership. You can't do everything. I can't do everything. Submit to God, the God that is sovereign, the God is the, that is omnipotent, the God that can do anything and everything. Submit to God by worshiping, trusting, and following him. Peter gives us some insight on how we can respond to an all-powerful God. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. I think that's 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7. Humble yourself. You and I have to realize how small we are compared to God. We have to realize that compared to an all-powerful God, we are very insignificant. We are very weak and have very little to zero power. When we realize this, it helps us to depend on Him. It helps us to be desperate for His interaction with us and His involvement in our lives. We have to humble, we have to humble ourselves. The second thing that stands out is cast all your anxiety on Him. He can handle whatever it is you're walking through. Instead of trying to figure it out on your own or do it on your own strength, invite the God who created and sustains life into the situation. Ask the God that is so powerful that he can save you from your sin to help you with what is bothering you. David says it another way in Psalm 18, 1-3. I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. David had seen the omnipotence of God. He'd seen it provide strength. He had experienced the solid and constant, the solid constant in the face of attack and trials. And David's response was one of praise. As we experience the power of God, we will have safety in the midst of trials and attacks. We will have a foundation that can't be rocked. We will have 
protection. When we see this powerful God at work, we will praise him. We will sing, we will shout, we will clap, we will worship, we will trust, and we will obey. God is omnipotent. He, was, he is powerful to create. He is powerful to sustain. He is powerful to save. Acknowledge God's power. Sub- submit to him and trust his power in the attacks and trials of the world. Rest and recharge in the safety of his power. Praise the Praise the one who's the one omnipotent God whose power can save you from your sin. In the next episode, we'll look at the omnipresence of God. I hope to see you then. Have a great day. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.